Hey there. You got a bunch of leads, but too swamped to make heads or tails out of them? When it comes to sealing the deal, you just throw out a number and hope for the best? Well, it's time to change that too. Welcome to the Million Dollar Pipeline Challenge, tailor-made for the home services and remodeling pros just like you. We're cutting through the clutter, showing you how to chat with your customers and nail your pitches and boost those conversions. No more guesswork, just solid strategies to grow your business. Tune in to transform your approach and let's build that million dollar pipeline together. Text the word money to 844-949-1984. That's the word money to 844-949-1984 to begin your million dollar pipeline challenge today. Welcome to Blue Collar BS, a podcast that busts the popular myth that we can't find good people, highlighting how the different generations of today, the boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z are redefining work so that the industrial revolution that started in the U.S. stays in the U.S. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Blue Collar BS with Brad and Steve, and I am Brad. And this dumb motherfucker is Steve. So really, we're going to start there with that um, yes. 12 seconds into the show. 12 into the show. Wow. Yep. Thank you so much, Mr. Doyle, for you know <laughs> making sure that everybody is on guard for this episode. Woo! Let's go. What happened? So um, <laughs> as I can see, you're going to be on your best behavior today. I am. Per normal. That's awesome. <laughs> what is our topic du jour uh, that we're going to be discussing today a little bit more in depth. A little bit more in depth. So I uh, found this article on Fox Business. Um, oh, I must be read. Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, this this Gen Xer knows how to read. <laughs> were there pictures? Yeah, there were pictures. Come on. Okay, good. <laughs> of course there were. So this article, the the topic of the article, it's about a job expert pushing back on cultural stigma um, that's having a disturbing impact on skilled work uh, and the generational handoff. As we, we've been talking about on our show, um, how the blue collar jobs, you know, we are seeing double digit demands um, across the industries. And what are we doing as an industry to help with that? But then also, how are we integrating, you know, that? In our supply chain, because the demand is there, we're not filling that pipeline. So there's a huge demand. Right. We're not even filling it anywhere at all. We're not even doing anything close to what needs to be done from an impact perspective. And um, yeah, it's it's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So as we read down through here, I want to highlight just just one of the comments in here is that we we're looking at the cultural issue where a lot of baby boomers not me by the way that's not me uh, i'm gen x whatever whatever boomy <laughs> whatever <laughs> right the boomers are some of the wealthiest generation that we've had and what they pass down from generation to generation is from their generation and to their grandkids is that they had to work really hard in a factory or they worked really hard early on and they earned a, a ton of money, earned a ton of respect and to build their career. But what ultimately they said is, I had to do a lot of hard work and I don't want that for my kids or my grandkids. 
So what happened with that? What what would you assume happened as a result, Brad, from boomers passing that passing that stigma down? It's no different than what happened, you know, in 2001 and what's been happening, what we've been talking about. When you keep mm-hmm. telling people, no, 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 don't do this, don't do this, and you don't have pride in your own, in, in what got you where you are and having the humility and gratitude, right, to be grateful that the right. unions did what they did back then, to be grateful that the pensions that were there back in the day got you to this point. Now, granted, mm-hmm. things have changed dramatically in the 70s and 80s. because Some of that was very political. Some of that was greed, um, mm-hmm. just not willing to talk about what was going to happen. But you painted this picture of, well, this is bad. I don't want, right. this. I don't want, I don't want my kids to do this. I don't want my grandkids to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Well, then who the hell, then who the hell is going to do it? You were, you were the largest generation on the planet at the time telling people don't go do what we did. Right. Well, thank you very much. You got what you, you, you got what you asked for. So now here's the best part. Here's the fucking yep. best part about all this, right? Enlighten you me. got Enlighten all of us. You got the boomers now bitching and complaining about how expensive it is to get shit fixed because they yeah. can't do it anymore. Oh, well, why is the plumber $175 to come out and just check my toilet? He was only here for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I'm paying the guy 75 bucks an hour to be in the van to drive 45 minutes to go fix your fucking right? toilet. Yep. Um, <laughs> Wait, thank you very much. No, because You actually I don't got have somebody to show up? You actually got somebody to show up because, you know, half the time you call 40 people and nobody returns your call. Well, that's a millennial problem, but that's a whole other story. We can get into another show. <laughs> we can get that into another show. You went there. You went there. I know. But no, that I mean, so you've, you've self-created the situation and now you're complaining about it. And yet there's, they're not supporting the opportunity for those that are still active in the industry to train, educate, promote, and bring people in. And it's frustrating right. as hell. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's super frustrating. And you've got pockets of the country trying to do all these things on their own. Well, mm-hmm. we need to have a post-secondary trade school so we can do all these other things. Cool. Great. But we also have a federal government that's not going to support it because why would we want to do that? Right. We're pushing well, that's colleges. Not really, that, that's not really a school. Any, that's not really a school. That's more of a you know, a skill building. Really? Are you kidding me? Yes. It is skill and education and soft skills and all those other things to go in because it's needed. Doesn't matter. It it drives me crazy. As you might be able to tell you, you hit a nerve. I did. I did. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. We want to keep, we kind of keep sticking the knife in this one. Keep poking at it. Yeah, please. Could you? <laughs> I mean, I could. I could. So let's let's talk a little bit deeper on that, right? Because we've been ta- we've been harping, harping, talking, speaking in front of audiences on this exact topic on the stigma. What are we going to do about the boomers and their, you know, their their attitude towards towards the trades and towards you know the well, I had to work hard and 
Why, why should why should my kids? Well, there's there's the the issue of they're still working and they still yep. own the companies mm-hmm. and they they've made their own bed. Part of me, of my opinion, you know, doing what we do and the folks we get to talk to is like, okay, you made the bed, now you figure out how to get out of it. Right. Right. You don't want to change. You're not going to have what you think you're going to have anymore. And right. You're going to see the crumbling of, of businesses and jobs being mm-hmm. lost and closure and asset sales and, and things like that. Cause they didn't take the time to find out how to get the 20 year old kid into the business. Cause yeah. And there's this whole cycle of, Hey, remember when you were 20 and you had to work your ass off? Uh-huh. Well, they're going to work mm-hmm. their ass off too. They're just going to work their ass off differently. Correct. They don't need to work from sunrise to sunset because they don't need to take their bikes to the job site. They don't, right? There's the technology is there, <laughs> Uber's there. There's lots of other things that right. are there. They don't have to, we're not walking uphill both ways in the snow, uphill both ways in the snow to get to our jobs anymore in many mm-hmm. cases. Yep. And the pride of, well, I'm working 14 hour days. Well, God bless. Well, they don't want to work 14 right. hour days. Nobody wants to work 14 hour days. Uh, well, there, there is a stigma that if I'm not working 14 hours, I don't have, I'm not bringing in my worth. True. In, in certain industries. And it's really mm-hmm. annoying. I, I got some friends in tool and die and it's like, well, I'm not leaving if there's no guaranteed overtime. How about if they just pay you the right wage and you don't work the overtime? Let's, yeah, how, would that work out? how would that work out for you? What if you had your wow. life and got the paid at the same time for delivering the same results and you didn't sandbag it Monday through Thursday. So, Oh, Hey, we got to work Friday and Saturday, mandatory overtime. Mm. What if you just did the shit and got it done and you had your two, three days for your weekends? What right. would that you, feel like? Right. Now, I don't think people would know what to do. Honestly, they would feel undervalued, underperforming, like, but then at the, you know, once you got accustomed to it, Going back to having to work overtime as production rates increase, it's going to be like uh, pulling teeth. Right. And then they're going to sit there and complain. Well, how come we can't hire anybody? Because you didn't train anybody. You didn't welcome anybody into your factories. Right. You didn't welcome anybody into your business. You didn't provide opportunity for anybody to learn because you chastised the shit out of them when they showed up and go, well, I don't know how to do that. Well, then why are you mm-hmm. here? Yeah, absolutely. So further on in this article. It also talked about how we help people realize that it's just bigger than them. So because we're harping on boomers and what they've done, how do we help them realize that their actions and their attitudes towards the younger generation is much bigger than them? So ironically, I'm going to tie this into some other things that I've been working on. Forbes published an article in August of 2022, top 10 reasons why businesses fail. Mm -hmm. One of those reasons is sustainability. And when we think about sustainability, we think about, you know, recycling and earth and other things. Very rarely do you think about employment. Right. And that piece of having sustainable, repeatable employment cycle and constant flow of people coming into my building to want to work and understanding that the life cycle of a of an employment job right now is probably seven years to its peak, 
that's mm-hmm. starting to increase as the Gen Zs don't want to keep changing jobs every seven years. If you give them a reason to stay, they're going to they're they're going to be the next thirty year employees, right? If given a reason to stay, and the businesses are willing to support them along the way mm-hmm. and and pay them for their results and their wisdom over time. But that sustainability piece of look, this is what we need to do to to keep my business afloat, so I have value, so I can add value to my business and. I can transfer that knowledge. We just interviewed a guest talking about the military and being to have that knowledge transfer, which is why we are still one of the best forces in all the world is because we have the mm-hmm. ability to transfer and communicate and shift knowledge right. from one, one generation to the next because it's a constant turnover of people in and out of our military, but yet we don't see this up and down mm-hmm. success and failure like we see on – you know, football teams or basketball teams. Why, why were the new England Patriots so dominant for so long? You can say it was Tom Brady, but whatever they did, right. Bring in other pieces, get other people to go. They had a way way to transfer knowledge. They had a Mm -hmm. way to transfer the information to, to live their culture, to live that level of excellence Mm -hmm. inside that locker room. Yep your business is no different. And if you treat it like shit, you're going to get shit. Mm. Great points today, Brad. Yeah. I like that last piece. <laughs> we'll end there then today. Yeah, that's right. We'll end there. So Brad, great conversation today with, uh, with this article. Definitely appreciate it. All right, man. We will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks. All right. Yep. Thank you for listening to blue collar BS brought to you by vision Ford business solutions and professional business coaching. Inc. If you'd like to learn more on today's topic, just reach out to Steve Doyle or myself, Brad Herta. Please like, share, rate, and review this show as feedback is the only way we can get better. Let's keep blue-collar businesses strong for generations to come.